Welcome back, everybody, to the Intoxicated Sports Report. He's Gage Samoji. I'm Emerson Hip, and it is a beautiful Victory Monday. That's right. That's right. Um, if you haven't heard, the Niners did spank the shit out of the Philadelphia Eagles in in their house. Like I said, like I said, they would. And Gage, you didn't believe me. Yeah. Give me another fucking handshake. Yeah. Um, and Gage says another handshake because I got to get this out there. We just recorded probably about ten minutes of. Uh, of this episode without actually hitting yeah. the record button. <laughs> Sorry, not we, me. <laughs> we went through our whole intro and news segment yep. without even recording. It was so. uh, good stuff. So It was a nice rehearsal for what you're mm-hmm. about to hear. Yeah, so if we sound a little, um, you know... Robotic. Yeah. <laughs> a little robotic, yeah. <laughs> it sounds a little scripted, you know why. Yeah. So we're watching Monday Night Football. Yep. Bengals, Jags, and... <laughs> I don't even want to say it again. (laughs) (laughs) Jamar Chase with the catch. We were, uh, I said earlier about how we could have gotten a 2019 national championship rematch with Joe Burrow and Trevor Lawrence. Trevor Lawrence didn't have it because Joe Burrow is out and that is a travesty. But we do have some players from both those teams, like you said earlier. Yep. Travis Etienne. Jamar Chase. Jamar Chase. Making a nice kind of one-handed-ish catch. Yeah. While Um, the Bengals are rocking their really nice white uniforms. Yep. Ones that they should not be wearing without Joe Burrow, but what are you going to do? Because you think they're undefeated. Possibly. I think they are. I don't have the facts, but... Hey, they might not need them. Look at them. Uh, yeah. Jake Browning. Jake Browning. Former Husky. Hey, Trent Irwin, former Stanford Cardinal. Stanford. Still a few of those guys left in the NFL. Stanford product. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. What are we drinking today? Uh, so we uh, made these uh, Tom Collins riffs, if you will. Uh, put a little Cointreau in there to add some... More depth to it. I love a good riff. Yeah. <laughs> like a uh, whole lot of love. Good riff. God. Yeah. Great riff. <laughs> Paranoid Black Sabbath. <laughs> Fuck. What great, a riff. Great riff. Mm-hmm. Great riff. Mm-hmm. You know whose birthday it is today? Nothing to do with riffs. Well, no, not really. Uh, who? Jay-Z. Nice. He has a song called December 4th. Great song. Go listen to it. Oh, because it's his birthday. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Good for him. Happy birthday, Jay-Z. You're probably somewhere in your mid-50s if I were to guess. Yeah. I don't know for sure. <clears throat> what do you think somebody that rich even does for their birthday? You think at this point it's just like, whatever. Probably hanging out with P. Diddy. and <laughs> I don't think anybody's hanging out with P. Diddy right <laughs> yeah, now. True. I don't know about that. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Probably just sipping on some Dom P. and uh, eating a really nice steak like we're going to do later. <laughs> we're, we're sipping on Dom P. too? <laughs> Not that part. No, okay. <laughs> the steak part, yes. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> speaking of more music, so Spotify came out with their Spotify rap this week. Yeah. And if you're not familiar, it's pretty much they give you your top five artists listened to, top five songs played, and pretty much the, all the minutes that you've played throughout the year. If you're it's on right. Instagram, you definitely know what Spotify Rap is. Yes. <laughs> and I love it. I'm a music nerd. I love those kind of stats and like who I got on my list and everything like that. Um, I'm not too ashamed of my top five for artists. I don't know if you want to actually tell the public who you got. I'm good. <laughs> Fair. <laughs> Not Taylor Swift, though. I'll I had Taylor that. Swift in my top five. Okay, I will fully admit that. Thanks, Devin, for uh, showing me Taylor Swift. I mean, I knew who she was. Prior. The people that care to know about my top five know about my top five. So. <laughs> That's very fair. So what I'm getting at is we use Spotify for podcasters for this podcast. Yeah. And they gave us um, some numbers that I want to share with the public because we appreciate you. Without you, we would... We might still be doing this, but... <laughs> we might just not record. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> We'd just talk to ourselves. So for us... We had a little over 2,000 minutes created. That's kind of cool. A lot of time. That's a good number, yeah. Yeah, how many hours is that? No idea. 2,000 minutes, you said? 2,000 minutes created. Or a little over, like 20, 2,300, it says. 2.3 thousand. Yeah, I don't know. 
I don't feel like doing that math in my head <laughs> no, right now. I'll blame you. <laughs> uh, 25% of our listeners discovered us in 2023. I love that. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Hopefully you stick around. Exactly. <clears throat> I don't think we're that bad. <laughs> and right. our top episode of the year was episode 131, and that was all the way back in January of 2023, obviously, the 17th. And I think that was... The game it's kind of right around Cowboys Niners playoff game, yeah. So it's very understandable why yeah. people wanted to tune in because clearly, you know. my guess is it actually was probably the week leading up, like people wanting to hear what we thought yeah, about the game. I think it yeah. was too, yeah. <clears throat> so, I, so once again, I just want to say thank you, thank you for listening, and I just you know, we're, we're, we're yeah, we're still chugging along here. We're you know? doing it three, you know, three plus years in. Yeah, it's, so we appreciate you. Yes, absolutely. Um. It feels better a second time around. Yeah, I feel well. I feel like we already talked about this because we did. <laughs> but that's okay. We're having fun with it. Oh yeah. Uh, Bengals are driving and they are in the end zone. Is that Joe Mixon? Joe Mixon, baby. Fantasy points. Yep. Doesn't mean anything now. Even though my fantasy team is, you know, kind of a hot streak to end the season. I'm not gonna make the playoffs. That's fine. I just told myself I wasn't gonna be in last place, like ESPN predicted. Mm-hmm. And you're looking like you're gonna be right. Yeah. Watch Joe Mixon's knee is probably down here, right? Let's see. The stretch. Oh, that's money. No, he's in there. Let's go. Nice work. All right. Tough running. Does he think he is? Christian McCaffrey? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Arb. I had to do it to you this week. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. If, is he still going to make the playoffs? Yeah, he's oh, Okay. Yeah. Okay. Well, you know, got to make him sweat a little bit. Yeah. Um, shall we jump into the news? Yes. Uh, soccer news, we got PSG Champions League play last week. They took a 1-1 draw at home versus Newcastle. They got a total gift in stoppage time uh, penalty that they probably didn't deserve. Very controversial one. We will, um, we will take gifts, yeah. especially around the same. Exactly, exactly. Um, and they got one game left in group play. Second place in group F right now with seven points. Um, playing Dortmund next week. Which they're in first place in the league, but we already beat Dortmund, so okay. got that going for us. There we go. Um, they need a win or a draw between Milan and Newcastle, which would some you know move them on to the knockout stage. Which you know we get, PSG spends enough money, they should be in the knockout stage. <laughs> let's, let's put it that way. They, they should not be struggling to get through this group, even though it was one of the tougher groups probably out there. But um, but yeah, I mean, and they're also on a nice little wing streak in League One play. Uh, seven games in a row they've won, and they got a four-point lead in the group over OG Nice or OG Nice, as Mr. Gage likes to say. <laughs> I like to say one time, and now nobody can ever forget I just, it. I, I will not let you forget it. That's okay. <laughs> um, you know what I'm not going to forget about is the Kings being your Warriors, yeah. <laughs> which just felt like two weeks ago. But I know it wasn't. It was uh, by Wednesday. I think it was Tuesday. Yeah, the day, day so after we recorded. Yep. They trailed by 24, I believe, you know, late in the second quarter. Yeah. You know, luckily they play four quarters. <laughs> yeah. And it, it just wasn't looking good. It was looking like, it was, this seemed like a total big brother beating on little brother. You know, the Kings are going to lose. They're not going to make it to the tournament, NBA, or further in the tournament. Yeah. Because the Warriors had to win by 12, which clearly they were on pace for. Yeah. But luckily for the Kings, Malik Monk... Save the day. Hit a game-winning prayer <laughs> in the final seconds off the glass. He wasn't. He wasn't shooting for that. No, that was. I felt like he was trying to draw a foul, and he just threw it up because he had nothing else going for it. Going for him, and yeah, the dude drives me nuts. He hit the game-winning shot, but I think even after the game, he probably went to the locker room and was like, "Got kind of lucky on that one. <laughs> yeah. Got kind of lucky on that one." 
And the Kings actually play the Pelicans tonight in the quarterfinals of the in-season tournament in Sacramento at 7 o'clock. Yes, sir. Looking forward to that. Looking forward to seeing some of the best in-season tournament uniforms that are in the game right now. The blue <laughs> ones that the Kings wear. They're nice. I do like those ones. They're, they're not OG nice, but they're nice. <laughs> <laughs> they're kind of OG because they're a little throwback. Uh, yeah, right? yeah, they, yeah. Okay, there you go. <laughs> So maybe they are OG nice. I'll just put it out there right now. This is better than the rehearsal. It was. It was. Way better. We might have to do this more often. Yeah, just fuck up. <laughs> On purpose. Uh, uh, anyways. And yeah. then you said uh, Celtics are playing who again? The Pacers, Pacers in the other game? Yeah. They are up by four about ten minutes ago. I think it's probably... No, it was the third quarter, so I guess I could check real quick. Yeah. <clears throat> Pacers playing well. Therese Halliburton playing well. Yep. Celtics are up, or no, Celtics are down by two. Oh, 73-71, okay. 440 left in the third. So this is something interesting, actually, that the tournament brings, is is that, like, the Pacers, they're not really expected to be great this season, but no. they got something else to play for. they probably got a bunch of young guys making yeah. minimum salaries or whatever. Yeah. So, Well, and let's say the Pacers go all the way and win the NBA Cup. You're probably thinking to yourself, wow, these guys might have to take them seriously later yeah. on down the season. Yeah. Maybe not. I mean, they're not going to win the NBA championship, but, you know, you might – have more respect for them based off what they can do. And that's for any team, really. Like right. Even the Kings. Like If they win the NBA Cup, you're like, huh, can this team make the next step to actually get closer to that championship? Right. So, My fear is that if you get any of the veteran teams that make it to the final, that final game doesn't count towards the regular season, and are, are they going to actually care? You know, I'll tell you, like, the, the NBA will not like that. If they I know. I mean, like, are they going to have to tell LeBron, like if the Lakers make it, that he has to play in the game? I've heard LeBron's a cheapskate, so I'm sure he's going to want to win that money if he has to. And I know 500000 It's nothing to him. I think it's, I don't know how much it is for the championship game, but... They have to. I mean, I don't know. I see what you mean. That would be... The NBA does But that was that. my thought, like, when it first when they first announced that that game wasn't going to count towards this, the standings. I'm like, that's going to be a tough sell to some of these guys that already don't want to play all the regular season games, yeah. you know? And then a game that doesn't matter? Yeah, it's tough. I guess we'll have to see. Yep. <clears throat> Is that recorded? Are we good? Uh, yes, yeah, we got that one in. Yes. We got that one in. Thank you, thank you. <laughs> if we had to do it a third time around, I'm not sure if I would have done it. Yeah, I think we would have had to wait till tomorrow. <laughs> All right, let's see. We are going to move on. All right, uh, on to college football. Uh, championship week just wrapped up this past weekend. Yeah, sure a, lot of, uh, a lot of intriguing games, of course. The Pac-12 championship, the final Pac-12 championship game. RIP. Um, Washington beat Oregon 34-31. Second time they beat them by three points this season. Can you? I mean, if you're an Oregon fan, you got to think yourself. We have two losses, and yeah. they're both to Washington. Right. That would just be the tough. That'd be tough for me. And it, the way they lost the first one too, tough. Missed field goal that was going <clears> to <throat> tie it. Yeah. Makeable one too for that. You know, I know it's college football, so it's different. But and then. I mean, I would say Washington kind of was in control for most of this game. I think Oregon maybe took the lead at one point mm-hmm. in the second half, but Washington got right back on the gas pedal after that. Um, but, yeah, really good final Pac-12 championship game. Uh, it's going to be interesting to see what <laughs> if Washington State and Oregon State can actually put something together in the future, but that's not going to happen next season. This is a good IPA. Yeah? Yeah, it is. Yeah, we are sipping on some new beverages. Wow. Voodoo Ranger Variety Pack from New Belgium. Um, That's a good IPA. I got the classic IPA from them. I don't know that I've had this. Don't know that I haven't, but <laughs> I got the experimental IPA. Oh, you weren't with us. We went to uh, New Belgium 
in San Francisco after uh, the Giants game earlier this year. <clears throat> I've been to the 21st Amendment. Okay. That one's cool, too. That one's cool. Oh, we went together. We went together, yeah. 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 It's a cool place. Yeah. But no, I've never been to New Belgium. Yeah. New Belgium has got a more... The building inside is, just looks more modern, but okay. I like 21st Amendment nice. as well. Uh, also, in the Big 12 Championship game, Texas beat Oklahoma State soundly 49-21. Hook them. Hook them. No question about that. Uh, obviously gave themselves a very good chance to make the playoff after that win. Oh, yeah. Um, and then the big one, Alabama beating Georgia 27-24 in the SEC Championship. It's not the game, but it's the big one. I mean, <laughs> if you're going to talk about college football, this might be the game. Might, yeah. <laughs> at least at this at this yeah, point in time. Exactly. Uh, big, I, I don't say it's a big upset, but definitely... You know, when you take down the number one team, regardless of what the circumstances are. You take down the number one team that haven't lost a game in the past, what, two years? They had a 29-game winning streak going. It's unbelievable. Pretty incredible. Um, so, yeah, big big time win for them. Obviously, after this game, though, this win, it wasn't a guarantee that Alabama was going to get in. Mm-hmm. Um, Michigan, then, of course, they took care of our Iowa Hawkeyes, 26 nothing. Yeah. Gage got the nice, narrow cover. Thank you. For <laughs> You're welcome. Switching my, uh, changing my mind on that one. Yeah. You tell me, I mean, I know it's Michigan, number one, you know, number one team. We'll get to that. But yeah. Iowa couldn't even put up anything. I couldn't even get two. So I, I, I was like jokingly telling my dad, like, oh, he's like, does Iowa have a chance? And I'm like, absolutely not. Like, they score like 12 points a game. <laughs> and I think I liked it having a big time play that scored like 14 points a game going into the game. So now they're probably like 12 after putting up a zilch in Jeez. the fucking championship game. Tough for our Hawkeyes. They had no business being there. No. The conference divisions have been imbalanced since they realigned, mm. like 10 years ago or whatever it was. Gotcha. Um, it's going to be, I don't think they're going to have divisions anymore when they add uh, the four pack 12 schools next year. No. But, <clears throat> but yeah, because I was, or Ohio State and Michigan have never had a chance to play mm-hmm. for the Pac 12 or the Big Ten Championship. Gotcha. Which that probably would have been the ideal matchup this year. Yeah. Uh, and then, of course, in maybe the most important game of the weekend in the ACC Championship, Florida State did win 16-6 over at Louisville, but they are getting left out of the CFP playoffs. Being you, undefeated. Undefeated conference champion. Um, I mean, what? It, it, it's weird to me, but I get it at the same time. It's, 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 just, it's solely yeah. because they don't have their starting quarterback. It, it, 100%. Who got hurt yeah. earlier in the season. I think uh, <clears throat> I can... I can see both sides of it. I think they, I, I believe they got it right overall. You know, Florida State fans are right to be upset, though. Um, but can you really argue that they're the same team they, they were with Jordan Travis, who was potentially a Heisman candidate yeah. at quarterback? No, you can't. I mean, the, the last two day, games they played, hey, there's your boy Evan Ingram. First touchdown of the <laughs> First year. First touchdown of the year. <laughs> Get up in there, boy. <clears throat> so. Florida State, yeah, they're they're mad and deservingly so. I mean, they they won every game they had to win. Yeah, and I think they can really only talk smack if they can beat Georgia in the Orange Bowl. Yeah, on New Year's Day. I don't even know if it's going to matter. But but hear me out. Like, let's say Georgia smacks Florida State, then then people yeah. are going to say, okay, they got it right by not having Florida State in here. Right. That's the only way to me. That it'll make sense in the end. Yeah. Well, the other thing, too, is that the committee has been asked to put the four 
teams that they think can think deserve to be there and can go win the national championship. And I think this is actually the first year they they have four teams that have a legitimate shot to win it. Yeah. Um, I don't think if you put Florida State in there, they'd probably be a double digit, you know, underdog in, in against Michigan. Yeah. Or uh, Washington, whoever they had to play. And I, I think I heard Stephen A. Smith say something along these lines of, <clears throat> like, they what college football and this the you know the committee that doesn't want is another Georgia TCU situation. Yeah. <laughs> the thing last year was weird though. TCU. Won a game in the playoffs. They did. They did. <laughs> so that's that's that argument. I don't think is totally equal, but I, I see what you're saying. Like, because if Florida State went and played Michigan right now, Michigan would probably beat them pretty easily. Yeah. It might not. It might not be 59 nothing or whatever the fuck the the championship game was. Like 60. Yeah, 65 seven. Terrible. <laughs> uh, but yeah, and and Florida State. I don't think they were automatically going to be out because of the quarterback situation, but they didn't prove that they could be in those last two games. They didn't prove that they could play up to a championship level without their quarterback. Yeah. Starting quarterback. CFP semifinals, number one, Michigan versus number four, Alabama in the Rose bowl. Oh baby. That is a sexy matchup when it comes to the coaching position. Yeah. It's actually a, it's a rematch in the semifinals from a few years ago, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. The first year that Michigan yeah. made it. Yeah. Uh, and Michigan got spanked. Shocker. This, to me, feels like this has to be the year for Harbaugh if he's going to do it. Yeah. Has to be. It's probably. I mean, it's their best team. Obviously, the 13 or no, so that would tell you a lot. But um, And I think even going in, a lot of people are talking this team up as the best team he's had, and they've proven it. Do we have any early <clears throat> lines on this, these games or no? I believe Michigan was the early one-and-a-half-point favorite. Okay. And then I want to say Texas is like a five-point favorite. Yeah, number two Washington will play number three Texas in the Sugar Bowl. That's, I mean, I, that's gonna be fun. I think the argument could be made that Texas is the best team, best team left. Um, and going back to real quick about whether Alabama deserved to be in, I think another argument against Alabama being in there is that they already lost to one of these teams, being Texas yeah. this season. And there's actually a really good chance that there's going to be a rematch in, for the national championship. And does everyone need to see that again? Uh, it, isn't that why we play the regular season and we have like all these fun non-conference games to, to kind of get that out of the way? Yeah. I don't know. So you think you think there's a large chance that the four and the three seed will make it to the championship? I, I think you could argue that they're the two better teams. I don't know. Wow. We'll see what happens. Okay. Michigan's legit, but we haven't seen them win big-time out-of-conference games recently. I mean, we thought they were a big favor against TCU last year, and they kind of got worked. I gotta say, out of the four teams that are in it, I'd love Washington to get a, have Washington win. I root for the Huskies. I like Michael sure. Penix. I like his game. Like you said, he could throw a dime anywhere on the field. He he is one of the most consistently accurate guys, especially like beyond fifteen yards that I've seen in college football in yeah. a long time. Also, I gotta do it just for Nick. I want Texas to kind of win it too, <laughs> just so we can all officially say that Texas is back. Yeah, because if they win the championship, even if they go to the championship, you got to say, yeah, they, they got to be back. Right. Yeah. And you know, of course, saying Texas is back is a long running joke. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, if they started it, was it the guy that's on the Colts now? Uh, what's his fucking name? Oh man, Sam. Sam Ellinger. Yeah. Yeah. Good We're call. back. <laughs> uh, that's a great sound. That's a great sound, but. So I'm pulling for either Washington or Texas, Bama and Michigan. Yeah, I'd rather see Michigan win. I'd, it would be cool to see Harbaugh get a chance in the championship. Yeah. But what do we say about Harbaugh? 
He's got a tough time in the big one, man. He He's does. been to a Super Bowl. Yes. Never been in a national championship game. But, That's true. Um, but yeah, we've seen him. Uh, I've, yeah, seen we've, his teams have meltdowns. Yes. Put that way. 100%. <clears throat> Other New Year's Six Bowl games, the Cotton Bowl. Should be an interesting one. Number nine, Missouri versus number seven, Ohio State. Have we had the whole Cotton Bowl situation? Or the conversation? Like, they could still <laughs> call it that? Are we sure? Are we sure? I, I don't actually know what the history of naming it the Cotton Bowl was, so I'm just going to leave it there. We'll, we'll move on. Uh, the Peach Bowl, number 11, Ole Piss versus number 10, Penn State. Don't give a fuck. <laughs> if it has Ole Miss, anything to do with Ole Miss, yeah. I don't give a fuck. Well, if, if Ole Miss was in the playoffs, I would give a fuck, but they're playing in the Peach Bowl. Get the fuck out of here. I can already see James being like, you know. Oh, they won the Peach Bowl, fuckers. <laughs> New Year's yeah. Six. Yeah. Uh, the Orange Bowl, like we said, number six, Georgia versus number five, Florida State. I'll put all my money on Georgia. And the Fiesta Bowl. Number 23, Liberty. Undefeated. Undefeated. Playing yeah. number eight, Oregon. Yeah. Poor Oregon. They get, they get thrown this team. <laughs> They're probably going to throttle them, too. I, I would, Oregon's not going to play anyone. Bo Nix ain't playing. I guarantee it. <laughs> <laughs> He's got nothing to, nothing to gain from this game. But what does he have to lose? An injury? But I mean, he's not gonna be a he's not gonna be a first round pick, do you think? Yeah. Is he, he supposed to be? Yeah, he's being projected to be a first round. Oh rounder. shit. Yeah. I stand corrected. Yeah. I mean the dude <clears throat> I don't really I've never looked at his game and said that's a first rounder, but that's what the people are saying. So I think I heard Caleb Williams is gonna sit out the bowl game for USC. Yeah, I did see that, which I, yeah, do it. It's smart <laughs> do, do not play in that fucking game. <laughs> I don't know who they're playing, but don't play. Yeah. <laughs> uh some Heisman finalists. Jaden Daniels, quarterback out of LSU. He he just putting up he, he had a monster season. Monster you gotta season. Gotta hand it to him. Uh, Bo Nix, like we just said, quarterback for Oregon. Michael Penix Jr. <clears throat> out of Washington. Marvin Harrison Jr. out of Ohio State, who is wide receiver. All the other three I just mentioned are quarterbacks. Yep. It's probably going to be Jaden Daniels, just solely based off stats. Well, it's it's interesting though, because going into the pack, going into championship week. I think Bo Nix had jumped Michael Penix as the favorite. Oh, really? And then Washington went out and beat Oregon. Penix had a good game. He wasn't like he didn't light it up necessarily, but he had a good yeah. game. So it's going to be interesting to see what happens. Because I imagine they probably vote for this before the championship week. I don't think. I think they take into account the championship games. Because you're asking me, based off the the top four, I mean, give it to Michael Penix. I would think so, right? I can, you know, and it hasn't always been that way. Like we're. Sometimes it is, but not always. Like we've seen RG three win it by being on like a kind of yeah. mediocre team. That's true. Um, trying to think of another one. Even even like when McCaffrey and Toby Gerhardt were runners up and they had a very good chance to win it, they were not on uh, like a college, yeah. like a big time team either. Yeah. So I don't know. It'll probably be Jaden Daniels if I had to take a guess. Yeah, I don't I don't know what the odds are now afterwards, but. I would think Penix actually might be the favorite. Yeah? Yeah. Hope so. <clears throat> um, picks recap. Gage, you went 2-1. and one. Okay. Nice work. Nice work. Thank you. Thank you. You're welcome. I would have been 1-2. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Which is about my average. Right? Um, your only loss was Georgia, obviously, the last outright, being the six-point favorites. But yeah. you uh, you got Florida State, minus 2.5. And Michigan minus 23. Big number cover Ooh, right there. Big number cover. Didn't want it, but I had to get it. I, and they did it pretty much exactly how it had to be done. <laughs> they were going to cover. It, was, it wasn't going to be a pretty game, but yeah. they had to keep Iowa from you know, doing anything offensively, and, which is not hard. <laughs> and they did. Yeah. 
They needed they, Iowa really needed Nate Stanley out there. Yeah, he would have really lit it up. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> Nate Stanley. Uh, I went one and two. My only W was Washington plus nine and a half, which you know people could argue if that was valid or not. Um, but I'll take it. Got the W, and then I lost on Oklahoma State. weren't even close in that game against Texas and the Green Waves. I mean the Green Wave. Tulane? Tulane, they lost. They, they blew it. Damn. Five-point favorites, they lost. The SMU. Green Wave. Mm-hmm. I still can't stop laughing at you calling them the Waves last week. <laughs> the Waves. The yeah. Waves. The Waves. Hey, the Waves. jeez. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, so uh, the only game we're picking this week is Army-Navy because it is the only game on. And it is America's game. It is America's game. Um Naturally, you would get to go first, but if you don't want to, you can give it up if you like. Army is the two and a half point favorite in this game. I'm gonna go Navy plus two and a half. Navy plus two and a half. All right, so that means I'm taking Army minus two and a half, laying the points. Yep. Okay. Army Navy. It is cool that they have their own week. Yeah, I think uh, it's very. I think it's always been this way. I think, yeah, I think yeah, as long as I can remember. Yeah, yeah. which is cool. Yeah, because I mean, I don't think anybody would watch this game if there's anything else going on. <laughs> I wouldn't. <laughs> so that's I why still I, don't really watch this game. <laughs> it's kind of one of those ones you throw on. You see the president there, you're like, oh shit, you know. <laughs> I mean, it's commander in chief. It's borderline glorified Napa High School football. <laughs> yeah, it's <laughs> triple option yeah, bullshit. Triple option. Four passes a game. <laughs> Yeah, it wasn't like that. La- I mean, it's always like that. But I think yeah. last year it was bad. Yeah, I guess they can't get some guy in the academy to uh, have a, a cannon. <laughs> Apparently not. It would be nice to see a little aerial attack in these in these games, but not the case. <laughs> <laughs> so you think uh, you think Air Force has a really good quarterback? Because they're you know they they yeah, yeah. <laughs> funny stuff, huh? <laughs> You said aerial attack, and I kind of had a feeling you were going to go somewhere with that. Uh, I respect it. I really thank do. Thank you. Didn't. And that's the end of college football. All right. So my Dallas Cowboys played on Thursday Night Football only on NFL or Amazon Prime. <laughs> we don't need to give Jeff Bezos any any advertisement here. Come on now. Everybody knows the fucking the smile. Yeah. Arrow smile. Yeah. It does make me smile. And they, in my opinion, got away with one because, yes, they beat Seattle 41-35, to 35, but this was looking like it was going to be a trap game. It was a weird game. And it, was, and it looked like it was going to be like, oh, look at the Cowboys. They came and beat a team at 6-5. and five. They can't beat winning record teams. <laughs> I, I had the vision of you know Stephen A. Smith just mocking them and mocking them and mocking yeah. them all on, you know, I guess it would have been Friday. Didn't happen, though. But this game, like you said, it was weird. It was ugly. 257 combined penalty yards. <laughs> I was going to say, it's going to be a lot. I didn't know it was that much. <laughs> also, zero punts in this game. And that's only the fifth time in NFL history that that's happened. Wow. I, I'm shocked by that number because I feel like it should be more. Uh, no punts in the game. But it is, yeah. Yeah, I, that, I, I remember. Wild, I, I remember telling myself throughout the game, like, are the Cowboys going to force a punt at any point? Yeah. But I mean, for one team to not even punt in a game is actually tough. Yeah. Because there's just, I mean, on average these in the NFL these days, I think it's like 10, 10 uh, drives a game is pretty average. Or 10 yeah. possessions. <laughs> to not punt once. No. That's fucking wild. So, but, you know, 
silver lining for the Cowboys, yeah, they barely beat them, but they did prove that they can beat a winning team yeah. with, in a close game. Dak Prescott looked good. He's looked good for a few weeks now. But now for the Cowboys on the horizon, a team that just got their ass whooped in the Eagles, and I know the Eagles are going to be hungry. The Eagles got their ass whooped? The Eagles got their asses <laughs> whooped. So, I mean, I'm, I, I mean, I picked against the Cowboys in our picks. I'll get there. I just I, I got to see it from the Cowboys. This is a this is a have to have it game if you want to win the division. To me, the one seed's not. I mean, it's still it's actually still in the grasp a little bit. Doesn't help that you lost the Eagles and the Niners, who will own that tiebreaker over you. Yeah, you need a lot to happen. But at the very least, if you want to win the division and have a home playoff game, you have to have this game. Yeah, have to. The Cowboys have not lost, in, I believe, thirteen or fourteen straight home games. Let's keep that going. Yeah, they're they're cruising yeah. right now. I mean, I'm wor- I'm a little worried. I'm a little worried. I mean, I know that we almost beat them in Philly. It was a great game, heartbreaking game, and I I do feel good. You know, I'm not like total doomsday on this, but it's <laughs> just like they they have to have it. This is a have to have it game. I think it's even aside from I mean, the Cowboys are going to make the playoffs. That's not a question. Yeah. Um, even aside from that, I think it's big, confidence wise, knowing that they can beat a really good team. Mm-hmm. And they, even though we saw the Eagles kind of get a hand or two of them, the Eagles are still a really good team. Yeah. They're going to be in the mix when it comes to <coughs> when January comes around. They ran into a buzzsaw. The Niners had a few extra games to have extra rest, days extra to have days, rest. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Prepare. Eagles played last Sunday overtime late. Niners, so it's just. Yeah, Niners hadn't played since Thanksgiving. So it's. <clears throat> The Eagles, the Eagles are going to be ready for this game. And the Cowboys should, and if they're not, then I don't know what I'm yeah. to say. But it's there for them. It's there for the taking. And 100%. I mean, my, my initial thought before kind of considering everything was that, I like, I think the Cowboys got this. Like, I, I, I think you're, this you're, is, you're pretty confident. Yeah, like, I think the Cowboys should win, actually. But then, considering that the way that the game just went for the Eagles this last week, they're probably going to be a little motivated to bounce back. 100%. Um Divisional games also take on a different, you know. Always, they're always weird. They, yeah, there's always something about them. Um, Luckily for the Cowboys, they had you know they played on a Thursday, so they'll have a couple extra days rest. Mm-hmm. Come look at tape. They're, uh-huh. they're going to be at home enough to travel. <laughs> Poor Eagles, they got to play two really good teams back to back with extra rest for them. <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, <laughs> it's the way they couldn't crumble sometimes. Know, right? So, uh, so yeah, I don't know. I, I think. Uh, it should be a it should be a good game. I don't expect the the Cowboys to blow out the Eagles like the Niners did, but um, uh, I don't either. I think the Cowboys are the rightful favorite, though. I believe. I, th- I think it's fair. Yeah. 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 Um, should be fun. I mean, Sunday night. Yeah, it is Sunday night too. That's gonna be yeah. See, don't aren't you glad the Niners won? Now the Cowboys have something to play for. Well, well, let me ask you: Are you gonna be a, are you gonna be a Cowboy fan? Uh, are Sunday you fucking night? kidding me? Of course I am. <laughs> Uh, see this game. See the cowboy. The cowboy eagle game this week is a win-win for me. Almost. Yeah. Because <laughs> the Eagles win, harder for the Niners to get the one seed. But if the Cowboys win, it's like, oh shit, we yeah. might win the division. Yeah. So we'll see what happens. Yep. So it'll be fun. Can't you know, wait having you for the Cowboys this Sunday. It doesn't happen all the time. I'll just be rooting against the Eagles. I won't yeah. be rooting for anyone. <laughs> fair. Fair. All right. <clears throat> go ahead. Yep. Do do your worst. Let's fucking go. I'm going to take a shot for you because I think I owe you not just a handshake for being right. And even though I think you were being a little pessimistic with your take, still give it to you. You, It wasn't even a bold prediction, but I thought your take of the Niners kicking the Eagles' ass like they did 
was a little outlandish. And I was right. And you were dead on. Dead on. I'll Thank give you. it to you. Thank you. I also didn't, you know, I didn't overthink the uh, circumstances of the Niners having so much extra rest, the gauntlet the Eagles have gone through over the last handful of weeks playing good teams, if not great teams. Um, and yes, maybe the Eagles have, have uh, eked out some games in, in lucky fashion, if you will. Uh, but sometimes you got to be good to be lucky at the same time. Yeah. It's just the. Uh, I, I just. I knew that they were going to be ready to play this game, the Niners. I knew they were. After the first fucking quarter, I didn't think they were. Well, okay. Yeah, I'll tell you this. After the first two series for the Niners, I'm thinking to myself, ooh, I could be way wrong. <laughs> right. I could be way wrong. But then <laughs> they, they turned it on. They mm-hmm. completely flipped the switch. And uh, I don't know what Kyle Shan had said or what co- any coach said after the first two series, but it worked. I, I mean, what what can you say after that? That was it was terrible. It was com- I like I said to you guys, I was, this is comical. Negative six yards in, in the quarter. first quarter. Yeah, yeah. And then go on to put up four fifty <laughs> for the fucking no, game. Yeah, score six <laughs> touchdowns after the first quarter. Six straight touchdown drives. Unfucking real. Uh, yeah. So to I mean, Philly fans are Philly fans, but I know they all talk some shit. Mm. I know one personally who was at that game. Who was at the game, and I hope he cried a little bit. <laughs> I really do. I have no remorse on this take but it's if there's something about philly it's just when they lose a big game it just it's nice it feels fucking great it's nice it's nice <laughs> it's not even about my team anymore it's about fuck you because uh, because you know i'll take a cowboys loss to heart big time yeah like, you know, I'll, I'll be the first one to admit but i know philly fans and especially birds fans they take that shit it's yep. like it's like a religion to them <laughs> yeah. it's just it's just different and and I know a, a non Bay Area fan might find the KMBR uh, like social media account a little a little corny a little yeah, uh, yeah. A little extra if you will oh yeah they are um, but the posts of the guy the Philly fan from last year talking yeah, shit that was great <laughs> glorious love it oh we suck how, how about your fucking team dude <laughs> uh, no it was great I mean <clears throat> Brock scared the shit out of me in the first quarter because I was like this dude's not ready. Yeah. I mean, they they weren't even really pressuring that much, and he was just he was missing guys. Mm-hmm. He seemed a little you know scattered, um, but boy, did he, he figure it out. And it wasn't even really a Brock game. He made he made the plays. He 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 did what he had to do. He, he did exactly he, what he had he, to do. He does he does what he just usually does. He is he is Kyle Shanahan's wet, son. Wet, wet dream. <laughs> yes. Yeah. He's he's like he's an extension of Kyle in a way. Um, you could argue not as talented as a guy that he might want, but he's exactly what he needs. Yeah, he, um, he, he throws the ball to the right guy. Yep. And hardly ever to the wrong and, guy. And Kyle Shanahan was on fire from the second quarter. I mean, he, he could have been on fire if Brock made some plays in the first quarter, but he was on fire from the second quarter on, um, t- dialing up everything that was going to be Philly's defense. And it was he made it look easy. And credit to Debo Samuel, like we talked about already, but... He he fucking had a game. He, he talked his shit and he backed it yeah, up. Yeah, it was just it was I'm not surprised. <laughs> I call that not surprised. One thing I I will totally admit that I was wrong about is that I think last year last week I said that these two teams are the same as they were last year, and that's absolutely not the truth. The Eagles are not even close defensively no. to the team they were last year, no. um, and they did lose some guys, so I think that's part of it. Yeah. Um, one of them's on our team yes, now. He's yeah. a pretty good player. Grave, yeah. um, but not even just that. I think they lost a couple linebackers that played significant time last year. 
Um, and their defensive, I mean, I know Darius Slay has got a track record of being a really good player, but they didn't they didn't cover anyone really, no. and they didn't have to. The Niners didn't even have to throw it downfield no. to to score. You know, well, I'm thinking to myself like, if the Cowboys play that team, they're gonna blow. They do the same thing. They're gonna blow them out of the water. I, I like, mean, I mean, I mean, after seeing what I just yeah. saw against the Niners, how, how am I not supposed to think that Dak Prescott can't dice up? The Swiss cheese defense. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah. And I could eat my words next week. But, I mean, Dak Prescott, like, listen, bro, if you want to be the MVP like everyone thinks you might actually have a chance of winning this yeah. year, you, you got to slice his defense up like it's nobody's business. Right. You got to slice it up like it's a fucking a deli in New York. Right. Like, you got to do it. So, so I don't want to go too deep on this MVP talk, but Dak Prescott has been considered a candidate. Brock Purdy is the favorite right now in Vegas. Could you, could you even make the case if 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 Dak doesn't go out and have a hell of a game and, and win this this coming weekend, could you even make the case that he deserves it over Brock, based on what Brock has done? Brock beat the shit out of the Cowboys. I mean, yeah. it wasn't just Brock by himself. But, yeah. Um, and then he carved up the Eagles, which mm-hmm. the Cowboys have already played the Eagles, and Dak had a fine game in that game, but they came up on a losing end. If if the Cowboys lose this game outright, his MVP campaign is done. Yeah, I mean they haven't beat a winning team right now. Yeah, so well, I think I, I, think, I think it'd be done from the standpoint of yes, Brock has beat the shit out of the Eagles and the Cowboys. Yeah, and then if Dak loses <clears throat> to Jalen Hurts, that's going to bring Jalen Hurts' stock up a little bit too. Right. So I think yeah, if there's a, if the Cowboys lose this game, MVP. So Dak is done. Yeah, I mean it's amazing, really, that he's even in the conversation. Because he's having a fucking, he's having a year, man. Yeah, this seems like literally after the Niner game, he he, he flipped something. Yep, they the totally switch, flipped the switch. Switch was flipped, and he's playing great ball. So I mean, this is this it's set up perfectly for Dak Prescott on Sunday night to <laughs> lay an egg. Well, well, yeah. I mean, well, yes. Okay, I wasn't sure where you're going with that. No, it's set up perfectly for him to try to really win this MVP because. He can come out. Everybody's watching. You beat Philly. You, I don't know if they'll technically, if they were to win, be a top of the division, depending on... I'm not... I think a divisional record is the next tiebreaker. Okay. Which I don't know where it's at right now. It's just... It's it's all there for the taking, and it's up to him. I mean, it's not all up to him, but he's got to have a hell of a game. He's got to have just... He's got to really just win the game. Maybe, you know, have a couple touchdowns. Don't throw, yeah. don't throw any picks. Yeah, he could have a, he could have a baseline game for me. And win and still be in that MVP title. Oh, for sure. I think a W is the most important thing yes. for his case right now. Yes. He doesn't even have to shred no. the Eagles up. No. So that's 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 what it is. Yeah. I think naturally and and rightfully so, the Eagles are getting a little bit of a pass in the, in this situation. Did, were the Niners the better team on the field yesterday? Sure. But they have played a gauntlet of a schedule over the last few weeks. Mm-hmm. Um and like we like we said, the Niners had extra rest, extra time to get prepared for this game. So, and this was a circlet game to, to, at the beginning of the season. But given, given what happened in the championship game last year, yeah. you know the Niners were going to go in there firing on all cylinders. Yeah, and and you, I think you called it a got to have a game for the Niners. And I actually, in a way, I disagree. I think they actually had nothing to lose because if they lose, they're right in the same position they were anyways. They're you know pretty much out of the. The one seed race, which we, we can say it's important or not, I, I it's hard to say. 
I, I probably put too much stock into it, but I think for you guys, you have to have it. I think it's actually it's it's pretty important for the Niners because that's the only way they've gotten to the Super Bowl exactly in the last fifteen years. Um, but at the same time, if they lost, like I said, if they lost, they're right where they are. If they win, mm-hmm. they're actually not even. <laughs> they still have some work to do. They need they some do. help. Well, yeah, they need some help, and they got some work to do because the Lions still have the same record. Lions still have the same record. I think. I think they own the tiebreaker over the Lions right now because of conference record, okay. but there's a lot of games left to yeah, be played. Exactly. So, but uh, but I think the Eagles could take that loss, and there's like, okay, we still are the best record in the league. Yeah. So exactly. Fuck with us. <laughs> uh, last night's game, Sunday Night Football, Packers beat the Chiefs. Surprising. A little bit, right? A little, yeah, a little bit of a shocker. Um, they beat them 27 to 19. It's a third straight win for Green Bay. That's just, that, that was Patrick Mahomes' first time playing at Lambeau. That's crazy, huh? A little bit. He never got to play Aaron Rodgers there. No. Did they ever actually match up? I don't think they did. That's a good question. Because remember the one time that they had a chance, Rodgers was hurt. Oh, okay. Well, no, but wouldn't the other chance be almost in the Super Bowl against each other? Well, I'm, I'm saying in the oh, regular season, season yeah. yeah. I don't know. Because I'm 100% sure that Rodgers was hurt. The time, like four years ago, whatever it was, when they were playing in Kansas City. Uh, okay. And Mahomes is only in, what, a sixth, seventh year? Something like that. Something like that, yeah. So, yeah. That's a, if you're a Packers fan, you know, at least I'd be thinking, like, man, wait, is Jordan Love actually the guy we want to stick with? Because, I mean, not in a bad way, but, like, maybe this is a guy that we do want to right. stick no, with no, against no, he, Yeah. Because yeah. he beat Patrick Mahomes. Yeah, you guys were at home, but still, beating Mahomes is no easy task. I know the Chiefs are having a down year comparatively to what they've done, but still, like you got a guy who in Jordan Love that people are still on the fringe about, and he beats Patrick Mahomes. He's That's... actually playing pretty damn well lately. Yeah, I saw a stat that he and Brock Purdy are tied for the league lead in games with three plus touchdowns and zero interceptions with four this season. Yeah, I mean he's playing. You can say what you want. He's he's. Significantly improved throughout the year. Mm-hmm. They've won three straight. They this this win should actually probably not be as shocking as we might think. Obviously, Kansas City, you, you're gonna give the benefit of the doubt to any team that's got Patrick Mahomes and Andy exactly. Reid on it, right? Exactly. And Travis Kelsey for that matter. Um, and they have a, a pretty damn good defense. But I think uh, I think. You know they're getting a little ball rolling with the Packers. Jordan Love's getting comfortable. Uh, Matt Lafleur is letting him, letting him sling it now. Finally, um, and the Chiefs are just—they're kind of—I I don't even know what to make of their offense. They, their receivers—they miss Tyree Kill. They do. That's why he should be the MVP. <laughs> they miss Tyree Kill. They absolutely do. They didn't miss him last year because they had some other guys that Mahomes had a connection with. Like Juju Smith actually was was a pretty good guy for him to have. Yeah, well, yeah, he was. Um, but uh, but yeah, you can definitely see that he doesn't have the connection with the receivers that he needs, and maybe it's on him to take some ownership and say, hey, we, like we need to get on the same page. But is we Patrick, haven't seen that. Is Patrick Mahomes finally gonna play a road playoff game in his career? <laughs> I don't think he ever has. That's a ooh. Did they have to go to Tennessee or no? Did they play? Uh... That's a good. That's a good point and question. If at the same time, because when they when they beat when they were down like twenty four nothing to the Texans, I think was that that was in Kansas City. That was in KC for sure. 
But didn't they? Didn't they did have they, to play did, Tennessee too? No. Did they go? Ah, uh, you. I'm gonna. I think you could be right, but I'm gonna. I'm gonna check it. That's fair. Okay, so my player of the week. We just talked about him. It's Jordan Love. So I, I know where you're gonna go, and I wanted to give it to you. That guy right there on the yes. TV screen. <laughs> I thought about it, and I mean, he is he is the, he is the player of the week. Yeah. But I'm gonna pick Jordan Love because I want you to have that guy. Jordan Love is gonna be my uh, honorable mention okay. at, at the very least. Uh, he yeah. threw for 267. He had three touchdowns, and of course, like we said, he beat Patrick <clears throat> Mahomes on Sunday Night Football. Probably one of the bigger wins in Jordan Love's career. Yeah, I mean, it's it's in a way it's, you could say it's a signature win. Um, but, but yeah, the Chiefs, the Chiefs are still, we're, we're, I'm a little unsure about them. Yeah, I'm but, not, I'm not feeling as confident about them being my Super Bowl champion as I was to begin the season. <laughs> right. So right. we'll see though. Still, still games to play. Mahomes but, is tough in the playoffs. And they've earned the benefit of the doubt, like we already talked about, to be, yeah. you know, for us to think yeah. that they're going to figure it out. Yeah. Right. Also, I want to mention this. I think my favorite non-Cowboy player playing right now CJ Stroud yeah I love his game I love, I love how he's playing he's a lot better than I thought he was going to be I, I thought that he was being undersold into going into the draft um, I thought it probably should have been a little bit closer when it come, came down to like the first pick yeah between him and Bryce Young but uh, no I like him too he's, yeah. he's a good player he's nice for sure I just remember him in the semifinal game against Georgia last year oh he, he lit it up and I, I watched that game and I was like this guy can play. Mm-hmm. He's playing against a team that was littered with NFL talent, and they only lost by a point, I think, right? And he put them in position to win the game. They were they were in control of the game in the fourth quarter, and I think Georgia had to kick like a 50-yarder to win it, right? Or no, no, other way around. Ohio they, State had to kick a long field goal, and, and they, they missed, missed it. it. They missed it, yeah. So, yeah. I like CJ Stroud. I like him a lot. Yeah. He can sling it for sure. <clears throat> I'm guessing your player of the week, like you said, or like we were saying, it's probably Debo. Debo. He deserves it. Hey, like you said, he talked that shit and he backed it yeah. up. And <laughs> and I, it actually hasn't really feel like Debo's been unlocked this season. Mm-mm. 2021 was his year where he really yeah. got got loose and had a hell of a season. Um, and he he's like a he's like the ultimate Swiss Army knife for you guys. Oh, yeah. And I, feel, I feel like I'm not even doing him respect by saying that because I feel like he's a lot better than just being a Swiss Army knife. But he, can, he, I mean that in the sense of he can just do it all. Yeah. But the reality is, though, he he is considered a wide receiver. But if you stack him up, like if he was only allowed to run routes, no one would consider him a top ten receiver. No, I think like, I think Brandon Ayuk's a better route runner. Oh yeah, Brandon Ayuk cooks motherfuckers. He does. He's good. <laughs> he's really. He's actually maybe the unsung hero of the team because. Sure, we have George Kittle, but George Kittle's—I believe he's aging a little bit. Yes, not the player he was three, four years he's ago. He's really good for the occasional breakout catch, yeah, yard after catch type yeah. play. And, and and he always seems to do it at the perfect time. Yes, he does. He does have that. He, but he's not the guy that Jimmy G had. Like Brock, no, yeah, he, no. <laughs> yeah, because no, he was in like 2019, 2020, George Kittle was a beast. Yes, absolutely. Um, and he still he still has that in him a little bit, but Debo. Like yeah, he's 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 a, he really should be considered a hybrid player. He's he's not a true receiver. He's obviously not a running back, no. but he can do some things that running backs do. Yeah, running through the outside. He's just he's what you call a gamer. Yeah, he's he's a ball player. Like I guarantee you, like if Shanahan told him, "I need you to throw a couple balls," <laughs> he he he'd try, he would try to pull something out. He'd be like, "You know what? Yes, I can do that for you." 
Didn't he threw the touchdown pass in the NFC Championship game, right? Uh, I think he did. Did he against the Rams? I think he might be right. I think he did. Yeah, a couple years ago. Okay, did Patrick Mahomes play in a road playoff game? Well, because they've hosted. I think they've had the one seed four years in a row, haven't they? Or they, I know, I know the AFC Championship game has been in Arrowhead the last four or five years, which is just crazy. No, he hasn't played a road playoff game. No. <laughs> Okay, well, it's just like, yeah, okay, okay, because this is the column that would tell you. And there's three ends, those all mean neutral, and those are all the Super Bowl. So, that's it. <clears throat> the, dude, the dude can play. The dude's good. But it's going to be interesting. Like, it's Yeah, it's, it's going to be out of, it's, it'll be good for him if they had to play a road playoff game. Because, you know, Brady's played road playoff games. You know, right, all quarterbacks right. play road playoff games. It's funny to think that they're the four seed. I know. And they've beat... Two of the teams that are ahead of them, so they got some work to do. They got some work. To, they but going going to their house and uh, in the playoffs and beat them. That's that'll be that'll prove as much as anything, not including the Super Bowl victories. Mm-hmm. Okay, uh, let's recap Week Thirteen picks. Yes, let's do it. Gage, you had a great week. I was so close to being three and zero. The Broncos were that close to beating Texans. Yeah, uh, yeah well. But Russ played like week one Russ. Yeah, yeah. He, uh, <laughs> he didn't play like week 12 Russ. <laughs> he, he, he burnt the kitchen down this week. Yeah. He wasn't cooking. No cooks. No cooks. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, that was your only loss. Uh, you did, of course, cover easily with the Niners and easily with the Dolphins. Dolphins have been a money-making team against the bad, bad teams this year. Yes, they have. 100%. How'd you do? Uh, I went just one and two. My only win was my $100 bet. That was Arizona. Covered easy. Actually, didn't even have to cover. Look at Kyler one Murray. Look at Kyler Murray playing. I was thinking about it, and I was thinking about it from a 49ers uh, perspective, and I, I, I would bet a lot that they're going to lose one more game this year. And it's probably going to be a stupid game to, like, Arizona. Um, where they just To Arizona? Oh, the Niners are going to lose. Lose to Arizona. Oh, okay. Like where, they, where they kind of overlook them. Because they feel like even every year they've been really good. They do this late in the year where they, like, like they lost to the Falcons one year, I remember when they got the one seed, mm-hmm. um, where they overlook a team and they're just like, "Come on, let's, shouldn't be losing to these teams." But I feel like that's that's kind of the sleeper team at this point that could sneak up on them. Uh, my two losses: Philly, obviously, against the Niners, and then Tampa Bay. They won outright, but they did not cover the five Ooh, points spread. That's always tough. Yeah. <clears throat> so, give me your picks for this week. Uh, so this week. I got some weird, weird picks. You do, and you I do. think I've been actually more successful in this when I've kind of just looked at a number and said, "I think I like this team better." So that's kind of what I did this week. Okay. I got Atlanta covering two and a half against Tampa Bay at home. Um, I don't know. I actually really don't know who the better team is here, but Atlanta's at home. I'll give them the benefit of the doubt. Yeah. Um, I also got Detroit minus three at the Bears. The Bears are fucking terrible. Detroit can score some points. Wow, I think I looked over that one. That's a good pick. Yeah, I think Detroit. Detroit's defense is a little suspect, but uh, I don't. I don't trust the Bears' offense to scare the the. You know, we've seen Detroit have some dud games, but I think they cover three. Also, I'm taking Indianapolis minus two and a half against the Bengals in in Cincinnati, but. The battle of the backups. Yeah, and uh, you know what? I could be, I could eat shit on this because 
Cincinnati's giving the the Jaguars a game yeah. right now. It's 14, 14 and a half. Uh, but I'll take the Colts. Colts are a surprisingly good team this year, 7-5. Okay. My, my $300 pick, like I say every week, easiest money in sports, <laughs> Niners. I'm taking a minus 10 half against the Seahawks. <laughs> Ride them until you die? <laughs> I'm riding them until I, yeah. Riding them until I can't. $200 pick, I'm going Ravens minus 7 against the Rams coming off the bye. Ravens are one of the top teams in the NFL, in my opinion, and I think they could cover. And then, you know, me being the pessimist, my $100 pick. I'm going Eagles plus 3.5 against the Cowboys. I just don't. No, there's there's the uh, the we're pissed off revenge kind of factor going on. Yeah. So I, I I get it, and the Cowboys haven't beaten a good team this year, so I get it. No, well I wouldn't say the Seattle is not a is a bad team, but they're not great. It's just tough because when they played them, they were six and five. Obviously, you beat them, they're six and six, and it's just like eh, you yeah. Know? So not- I don't I don't overthink record necessarily. Okay, in that sense scenario, like Seattle's not bad, but they're not. No, they're not as good as the Cowboys. No. We know that. So, yeah, that's what I'm rolling with. All righty. These last five weeks, I mean, they're going to be fun. Yeah. Especially, I mean, now that we've put a little doubt in Philly. Right. No, seriously. <laughs> I think that's huge. They got, they got humbled. They got massively humbled. And I'm so glad it was my team to do it. <laughs> I just... <clears throat> I just don't want to play the Niners in the playoffs. <laughs> and it's the championship, what I say? Uh, you, you did say that. It would, uh, I don't know. I just, you know, I mean, they're unavoidable. I mean, you got to beat them to, to go. It's, it's pretty much where they're at at this point, it seems like. I probably feel too good about that win because there's a lot of things that could happen and a lot of, you know, a lot of season left. Yeah. But. I mean, how could you not say the Niners are the NFC favorite at this point? Yeah, I'd say I think yeah. they're probably like now in my heart they're the best team in the league. But you know, for my top six, it'd be a little different. Yeah, give me the Chiefs, man. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck that. The Ravens are better than the Chiefs right now. Chiefs would be an easy one. Yeah, but who? I don't know. Like, who's the more dangerous team in the AFC? I don't. I don't look at the Ravens. I'm like, no. yeah, they're like a Super Bowl team. Mahomes, Mahomes has earned the, you know, like, like to be scared of him. Right. In, in Super just Bowl. naturally, yeah. just because you know he's been to three, yeah. he's won two, <clears throat> and he's already broken Niners' heart once. Yeah, I think. I think a on paper like a, a Chiefs team that's got their got the train rolling versus the 49ers would be an ideal matchup for the for the NFL. That's, what I, that's what I picked. Yep. See, baby. We'll see. see. We'll see. All right, you go first in top six this week. Um, I do have some some things to admit. When it comes to uh, real quick, Gabe Davis, bye week. Oh. Oh, wait, coming up? No, this week. All right, oh, so he, oh, they didn't I did not start him in fantasy this week. Couldn't. <laughs> Couldn't. <laughs> I mean, uh, honestly, if I would have started him, he would have given me double zeros like he has in the past. It wouldn't be abnormal. <laughs> it would not be abnormal. <laughs> So next week, Gabe Davis. I don't know if I'm going to start you, but I'll let you know next week. Do you have a, the tally of how many times he's put up zero this year? I think it's twice. Twice. Okay. Yeah. Have you started him both times? I think I did. <laughs> <laughs> That's so sad. Can't make it up. <laughs> Can't make this shit up. Uh, okay, so my top six. Yes, yes, yes. Let's see where I'm at here. Yes, I'll take another. I need a beer. Which one? You want that one? What's the other one? Well, that 
This one's the this one's the the big dog. I don't like hazies though. That's fine. Take the big dog. <laughs> We're taking Medelli. You think? That's fair. We can both have delis. Okay. Top six. A little different. I kind of so <clears throat> the Jags are playing right now, and that was tough for me because I had the Jags, I believe, at like five or six last week. Mm-hmm. They're not in my top six just because there are teams that have nine wins. So the Jags for this week kind of get fucked given the situation they're in. And they're not winning, so... Yeah. And I know they're really sad about it. <laughs> so, number one... I'm still sticking with the Eagles, number one. They did get their asses whooped. But they do have ten wins. They're the only ten-win team in the league. And they've beaten the Dolphins, Cowboys, Chiefs. And, of course, to me, they're... It wasn't a good loss, because they got whooped. But it is a good loss. <laughs> yeah. Niners. As far as... Yeah. Good yeah. time. Yeah. Number two, I have your 49ers, 9-3. and three. They beat the Cowboys, the Jags, who I think are a decent team. At least. Yeah. At least decent. Yeah. Of course, the Eagles, good losses. They don't really have any. All three of their losses were kind of out of left field a little bit, I would say. Yeah. At number three, I have the Ravens at 9-3. and three. They have a good win against the Lions, in my opinion. That's why I have the Lions at number four, who are also 9-3, and because they have lost to the Ravens. But they have <clears> that good win. I know it's week one against the Chiefs. Yep. Five and six. Five and six I really struggled with. I I feel like I should have put the Chiefs in there, even though they have eight wins compared compared to the Cowboys and Dolphins who have nine wins. I'm gonna put the Cowboys at five at nine and three. They beat the Seahawks, you know, it's kind of a question mark, like how good are they really? Mm-hmm. But they do have two what I would say is, you know, good losses to the Niners and the Eagles who are one and two on my list. Yeah. And then at six I, I put the Dolphins there because they are also nine and three. <clears throat> to me, they don't have any good. Lo- any, they have no good wins. Yeah. I to mean, me, they have three good losses. The Bills, I know, are fringe, but they. I feel like they're. they're I just five hundred. Like they're not. A, we don't think they're a bad team, but no. they're just not playing that great. No. And then obviously they lost to the Eagles and the Chiefs. Yeah. Uh, my top six. I have the Niners at number one. Okay. Um, I know. I know generally record is very important when it comes to the college football playoff because that's what we base this thing off. And I, I will admit, last week I made an error because I overlooked head-to-head, and it's actually more important than I realized because I actually I decided to do a little research. Um, <laughs> I went on the college football playoff website and looked at what they deem is the you know deciding factors when comparing teams. And the four things they say are important are – Conference championships won, which kind of throw that out in the NFL. Not a thing. Strength of schedule, obviously. Head-to-head results, big. And then the other thing would be comparison of results against common opponents, which you actually get more of that in the NFL than you do in college football. Yeah. Um, so that's kind of nice. But that makes you dive a little deeper than, than we would probably need. But head-to-head is probably more important than I was giving credit to. So I'll admit that... I fucked up last week. Probably should have had some teams in different spots. Um, okay. But this week, I do have the Niners, even though they have fewer wins than Philadelphia. But they have three premier wins. You know, those coming against the Cowboys, the Jags, and the, the Eagles. See oh, ya. my God. See ya. Jamar Chase is going to the house. Um, <clears throat> and not only do they have that. They beat the shit out of all. <laughs> they beat them all by three or more scores. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. So I think that's they have the best win. So I think that counts as even something more than just saying it's a good win. And then they've beaten two other very good teams by a lot. Uh, I couldn't I couldn't keep Philly above them, 
even though they're ten and two. Yeah, that's fair. And Philly does have some good wins. They beat Kansas City, uh, Dallas, and Miami. Um, but uh, but yeah, so I have Philly at number two. Baltimore is my number three right now. They have the head-to-head over Detroit, obviously. Detroit's got the head-to-head over Kansas City. So Baltimore's three, Detroit's number four. Kansas City, I kept at number five. Um, and I, I, I kept head-to-head in, in, uh, in mind with this one, too, because they have beaten Jacksonville. They have beaten Miami. They have a really high you know, ranking of strength and schedule. Mm-hmm. So that kept them up there, even though they haven't been terribly impressive on the field. You know, most of the time, um, they have the wins over Jacksonville, Miami. Those are those are big wins, and Miami and Jacksonville really don't have any like top tier wins. They have like Jacksonville actually has a pretty good collection, probably an underappreciated collection of solid wins, but nothing that's you know they haven't beat a team that's great. No, and then of course Dallas, like we I compared to Miami, they're still kind of in the same boat. Mm-hmm. They have the same strength of schedule basically. They both have wins against one five hundred team. <laughs> that's it. Yeah. So. That's where I kept them out of the top six. Sure. I mean, like, you could argue against my Kansas City pick because they got four losses. I don't even have them in my top four, so I wouldn't deem them a playoff team. Mm-hmm. So I don't feel that bad about that one. But uh, even Jacksonville's getting tested right now. I might, yeah. I, might, I would change, I would yeah. potentially change things if yeah. Jacksonville got bounced yeah, right here. That's fair. Yeah. <clears throat> so, yeah, Niners, Eagles, Ravens, Lions, Chiefs, Jags. There you go. In order. <clears throat> and I think the committee has actually proven that they don't – record doesn't mean everything. Obviously, That's true, yeah. Obviously, uh, Florida State's getting left out of the playoff, and they're 13 now, so that doesn't mean everything. There are some different circumstances with that one. Yeah. But we also saw Cincinnati get ranked below some one-loss teams a couple years ago being undefeated. Um, so, yeah, I don't think it means everything. Um. Obviously, it's important. I saw a tweet regarding Florida State getting left out of the playoff. And someone said, imagine if the NFL got didn't have the 2017 Eagles in the playoff because Carson Wentz got hurt. Yeah. And obviously, the Eagles end up winning the Super Bowl that year. Right. I know. It's just like... It's a... It's it's, a you know, it's not you even... can't compare it. You can't compare it, but it's just like that's... It's an interesting point. Yeah, I saw it and I was like, yeah, it's actually not a bad yeah. thought process. I like, I like where they're going with that. But we'll see when uh, Georgia wins by two touchdowns <laughs> right. against Florida State. So. Well, and that's the thing. is like college football has never been objective. It's always been a ranking system. <laughs> so why, why should it change now? Yeah. You know? Because <clears throat> do we think Liberty should be in the college football playoff? They're undefeated. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, when I saw when I saw the the graphic of Oregon playing them, I'm like, who the hell is this team? <laughs> yeah. Honestly, I was like, what is this? <laughs> I thought it, I thought it was a typo. It kind of feels disrespectful to Oregon that they had to play them, but yeah. that's it's actually in the, right. I believe it's in the CFP contract that they have to take into consideration. <clears throat> excuse me, well, <laughs> a non-power five team that is ranked okay. for one of the New Year's Six Bowls. One of the best days of the year, by the way. For sports, the New Year's Six. Yeah, and and this year the semifinals are on New Year's Day, which I like. Yeah, oh, I know yeah. it's a Monday, which is kind of weird, but I dig that. Yeah, because some like they've been having them on like the 29th or 30th in the past years, which is weird. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Doesn't seem to have the same juice to me. No. But I am a little surprised that they didn't put them on the Saturday before. I thought they would do that, but that's where most of the other big bowls are. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. 
All right. We got to eat some dinner, so it's time for what? Last call, baby. That was easy. How about them Niners? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. What do you uh, What do you got? I don't got much, but I do want to just throw out there that the MLB winter meetings are this week, and this is when the, the juicy shit generally happens in the offseason. And I have one thing that the Giants need to do. One of two things. Otani. Or you got to get a combination of Cody Bellinger, which would be weird, but it still Cody, weird. Cody, it, Cody it, Bellinger's a nice it'd be, player. It'd be weird. It'd be weird. But Cody Bellinger, uh, Matt Chapman. Okay. And or the top Japanese pitching prospect, Yoshinobu Yamamoto. Wow. Can you get to me one more time? Yoshinobu Yamamoto. That's great. Who is being projected pitching-wise as, it seems like, equivalent to Otani. Wow. He's won three straight, uh, what they call, or what they would equate to the uh, Cy Young in Japan. Dominant numbers. Um, he probably is going to be a ace, or at least close to an ace-level pitcher in, in Major League Baseball. So... Got to get at least two of those three guys, or Otani, or some combination of all of it. Give them, bring them all in. Let's go. I'm over. I'm over like the the Taylor Rogers type signings. Like that's cool. Like you, you need some of those guys, but the Rangers proved that you got to go. You got to go in, and it didn't happen the first year for the Rangers. But I think getting Corey Seager and Marcus Simeon, it paid off. Obviously, they're champions. I saw on Twitter that Shohei Otani followed Logan Webb on Instagram. Uh-oh. Bring him. What does it mean? Bring him. What does it mean? <laughs> and Dave Dave Fleming was spewing this shit like on uh, some podcast. Like, oh, he really likes the, the Giants organization. Like, shut up. You don't know anything. Come on. <laughs> you don't know that. I don't know that, but like, does he actually know that? I don't know. I think either. Yeah, okay. The Giants, the Giants media loves to hype things up. Obviously, they thought Aaron Judge was a giant last year. Arson Judge. Arson Judge. Arson Judge, Arson Judge was a giant. All right, Pete. The only thing I have for last call, Mark Cuban selling his majority stake in the Dallas Mavericks for $3.5 billion. Heard he's running for president. <laughs> that's, what people are, that's what people are saying. I know. So, just for perspective, he bought the Mavericks in 2000. For $285 million. That's crazy. That is a nice profit. And we know he is a profitable guy. Mm-hmm. He's also leaving Shark Tank after 16 years. That's, that's it, so... Well, I watched it a few times. I thought I liked it, but it's pretty fucking stupid. I agree. I'm not a huge fan of it. I am a huge fan of his. I think he's a really... I like really, Mark like, you know, I, don't, I don't have like, any problem with him. For being a billionaire, he seems like he's kind of down to earth and like just like a realistic... A little more normal. A little yeah. more normal, yeah. yeah. Isn't it kind of weird, though, that he's doing this with the Mavericks and he's also leaving Shark Tank? Like, what's... Is that why you think he's running for president? I mean, I think that's a that's a good theory. If if anyone if there was any kind of rumor that he was going to run for it, yeah, those would be some good good facts to use. But what's interesting with this situation with the Mavericks is he still he still keeps the shares in the team in full control of basketball operations. Yeah. Well, he's keeping the the shares, or is he keeping some shares? I, I thought I read keeps shares. I don't know what. I think he's just becoming a minority in the team, and he's going to be part of like the basketball decisions or okay. something like that. Yeah. So mm. it's it's almost like a win win. He he's he's he, still part of the team. He makes a hell of a profit 
And he's still, you know, kind of the head honcho of things, right? Yeah. He's probably going to sit in his eighth row seat still and (laughs) yuck it up with the fans. Yeah. (laughs) So congrats to Mark Cuban. That's a... That's, that's an awesome. It's cool. I got to give it to him. He's sports fans probably know this one, but he's got an all time prank with that. Have you seen that video with the ref back in like the might have been late nineties or early two thousands, probably early two thousands, where he like started a fake fight with a ref during like a timeout. I don't think so. <laughs> it's pretty fucking funny. Yeah. I'll, I'll see if I can find it on Twitter. With a fake ref? No, it was it was during a game, but they I think they had choreographed it like they were going to do a fake fight during uh, during a timeout like okay. him complaining I'm pretending sorry. to complain about a call I'll have to check that out <laughs> it's pretty it's stupid but it's funny um we're going to switch to the Kings game it's so much better than this this game actually isn't bad <laughs> no it's actually not but bad no, we can... Su- surprising Bengals lead 21-14 I mean the Kings game I mean, maybe just started so no, I was being a little sarcastic okay. <laughs> but uh one thing that we don't need to do between you and I Ever again, is damn near split a margarita tower for Fritos. <laughs> we put in some work. Yeah, that was that was the, the hangover right there. Yeah, that was. I mean, I don't even know. Like thinking, like looking back, what was I thinking? I know Devin doesn't. I mean, Devin was driving, so she's not going to drink much. <laughs> yeah. Alex and Ashley are model citizens, and they're not going to drink much either when they have to drive, which is which is great. Yeah. I'm not condoning drinking and driving. No. But I'm just saying, Garrett, you're not listening. We could have need. We could have used you. Oh, 100 percent. We could have used you. Yeah. I would have been an actual human yesterday if you would have been with us. We could have used anyone. <laughs> anyone with a with a stomach. <laughs> yeah, that was. Uh, we're not doing that ever again. No, we, no, we, no. We're not 22 anymore, bro. We can't be doing that. <laughs> Wish I was, but <laughs> right. So, I, that's what I learned over the weekend. We, we, me and you, you and I, not doing that. We, we can't split margarita towers anymore. Good Are thing. They, good thing we didn't get two. I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was definitely never gonna happen. <laughs> we should have just stuck with your idea of just getting single margaritas from the start. <laughs> yeah, uh, you know what? You live and you learn. No. You live and you learn. Uh, Happy birthday to former uh, guest of the show, Dylan Padilla. <clears throat> yes. I'll cheers to that. Mm-hmm. Was that a real beard? I thought that was ZZ Top. <laughs> all right. Thank you all for watching, listening. Appreciate you. We'll see you, you next week. Go Cowboys. <laughs>